Sometimes when he poos, he pees, and other times when he pees, he poos. What you gonna do? What you gonna see? It's the shit pissing horse on YTV. Next on the shit pissing horse, right here on YTV. It's a comedy podcast, a comedy whatcast, a comedy whoa. It might not be the moment you were waiting for, but it is, in fact, a moment live from the car parked in my driveway. This is uh, my official studio now, actually. It's the Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, James Hammond. Keep it going for me. Thank you. Yeah, just clap. If you're there listening, wherever you are, just start clapping as loud as you can in your car, at home, in your living room. Just start clapping until neighbors get angry and they start hitting against the walls, whatever it is, until people look at you. It's just, that's going to be the first chuckle you're going to get. That's for for me. That's a gift for me to you. If you just are in public and you start clapping, People are going to first look around to see what you're clapping for. Like, oh, like, okay, let's, let's try it out. You know, <laughs> people will be like, what the, okay. Did someone just like jump off something? You know, just start clapping. Here, here's the thing. Go to a, a big city, Toronto, Vancouver, Montreal, any place with skyscrapers. You could be one London, Ontario has got a couple skyscrapers, you know, anywhere where there's a tall building, you know, and just, uh, stand in the middle of the downtown and there's people walking by, start clapping and look up. All right. People are going to, I guarantee you a couple people will just start clapping and looking up as well. A lot of people will just look up. Some people will just look at you like you're an insane maniac. Either way, try it out. It's a, it's a good thing to, to do, you know? So if you didn't know, um, the whole thing about this podcast, it's about comedy, stand-up comedy. I am a stand-up comedian, a lot of other things too. And you know, just, just grinding in this whole life scenario as we go. But, um, yeah, the whole point of this podcast is to just come up with jokes, laughs, hopefully something, maybe something will get created that I could possibly try on stage next time I'm on it. I do got a show December 2nd at the Corner Comedy Club for uh, High on Trees. It's a Nitty Sack and Drew Beam's show. Two hilarious comedians, two of the funniest uh, guys going, probably... I, I, I've known Drew for a long time, but I always fu- I've probably fucked up his last name. Beam, Bem, I don't know. Either way, he's a hilarious dude. Awesome guys. And I'm looking forward to hitting that show up. 8 and 10 o'clock on Thursday, December 2nd. Also, my brother's birthday. Boom. Shout out to my bro. Maybe he'll come. Who knows? Probably not. He's pretty whipped by his... Uh, no, I'm just, he's a good guy. Great. Amazing guy. I'm one of the best dudes I know. You know, who isn't a little bit whipped by their wife? You know? I'm not really. I I'm, couldn't say I am. I'm not afraid that he's really, maybe he listens to it. Hey, bro, if you're listening, you know, hey, give me a call. Let's hang out sometime, right? Yeah, anyway, uh, what are we going to talk about on the show today? Insults. Oh, man, I, I, it's crazy. There's not a lot of insults going on. You don't see people insulting each other as much as you used to. Like growing up, insults are a big part of just life. You just rip on each other. That was like, you know, you go to school, someone would be like, you know, whatever. You'd have like a tiny rip on your pants. All of a sudden your rip pants make dick suck, you know? Oh, nice pants for the rip. What'd you get those sucking a dick? <laughs> rip pants make dick suck. There you go. Boom. It's just like, what? Like, no, it's just, it, it's a rip to my, ripping my pants. I wasn't blowing anyone. I swear, you know, instantly though, people just ripped on you insults. It was a, uh, it really hardened you up as an individual, you know, it made you ready for, uh, a lot of the, the things in life that, that might hurt. You know, these little day-to-day jabs from your friends or, uh, you know, people, acquaintances or whatnot, you know? Insults, though. It's great. What are some good insults? You know, I, I thought you horse 
you horse-mouthed cunt chomper. I said the other day, I thought that was pretty good. Horse-mouthed cunt chomper. You can't say cunt too much. You got to avoid that. So let's try something else. Just your, your horse, anything with an animal. You goddamn orangutan. No, okay, not a You llama-lipped. You llama-lipped sack of ooze. You know, you goddamn, you, you're a big old crate of giraffe shit. It's not bad. Crate of giraffe. That's a lot of shit. A crate full of giraffe shit. It's a, you know, uh, hey. Hey, take a hike, buddy. That was a good insult back in the, you know, 1950s. Take a hike. Okay. Now it's just good health advice. You know, I will take you up on that. I'm going to go for a hike, get my cardio for the day, and just, you know, thank you for being concerned. I appreciate it. Not a lot of people are concerned in my, uh, my cardiovascular activity, but I'm glad you are. I will go take a hike. You goddamn call someone just a a piece of food. You gobstopper. You can't. You god. You're a gobstopper. You fucking lasagna. Lasagna is not bad. That sounded pretty good, rolling off the tongue. You lasagna. I'm gonna I'm gonna try that out. I got a kid now, right? So I not that I really I'm worried about swearing. Swearing. I don't swear it all too much. I got a pretty decent vocabulary but um yeah lasagna i i, I want to teach her some good things to call people so she won't get in trouble you know someone's bothering her just call them um especially if it's an italian i guess you can't call an italian person a lasagna that'd be somehow derogatory wouldn't it oh you filthy lasagna hey what do you mean man that's right you can i'm italian oh sorry i thought you were portuguese <laughs> my bad my bad all right you barbecued chicken oh no no problem you know, yeah, you just can't call it. Hey, how would that work? You know, you couldn't line a food up. Food's good insults. You just put a little bit of a tone on a food. That's a good insult. You know, you, you guacamole. Uh, you guacamole eating sicko. You sandwich munching molester. <laughs> you sandwich molester. You molested that sandwich. Anytime you eat a sandwich, technically you're molesting it because it starts perfect, right? It's a beautiful unmolested sandwich and then you, you finish it and it's all you know it's all eaten you know in your stomach getting digested nothing worse for a sandwich no worse fate for a sandwich than that you know every sandwich that gets made really hopes to end up uh, being you know the poster boy for sandwiches maybe you end up in a, a magazine somewhere you know you could be a, a the sandwich in a subway ad you know and then uh no most sandwiches just uh I guess get what's better, getting eaten for a sandwich or rotten in a dumpster, you know, half eaten. You know, that's probably better to eat it fast. Eat a sandwich quick, put it out of its misery. That's how I eat, you know. Or you could eat it really slowly. And then when you're, you know, or some people do the weird thing where they take the sandwich apart and they eat the toppings from the inside. I've seen a person do that. They ordered a. I was at a food court pre-COVID, before COVID, BC, AD, before COVID, after disease. And uh, before COVID, and this, this, yeah, this chick started eating a sub. So it was a full foot-long sub. And it, she took half of it and took the top off and it started peeling the ingredients off and eating it. I'm like, what kind of weird OCD disorder is that? My first thought was this chick probably does anal. I don't know why that was my first thought. I'm, I was probably jerking off a lot at the time. I don't know what it was. I don't, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But it, she put off that vibe. So it was just like, yeah, she, she's peeling a sandwich. 
She's peeling ingredients off a sandwich in a food court. She's probably down for some freaky stuff. You know, that's just... I, Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know. I'm, I'm just being honest. Is being honest wrong? I guess so, right? If being honest is offensive, don't be honest, you know? So just lie all the time. That's what we're breeding. When we tell people not to be offensive in society, there's this whole thing. Don't offend people. Don't offend people. Don't be offensive. Don't say offensive things. We're teaching people just to lie, right? Cover up everything that possibly may be offensive about you when you're in public, you know? Don't, don't ever showcase anything that may offend anyone. You know, what if someone was just like, okay, you know, someone was kidnapped. All right. And when they were kidnapped, they had a pillowcase put over their head. So they were terrified, of course. And every time they see a pillowcase, they're just like, no, no, I, I ah, pillowcase. And they just lose it. They, they freak out. It gets them. They, they, their heart, heart rate goes up. You know, pillowcases, you know, you start having flashbacks of that time you got kidnapped because the kidnappers weren't nice kidnappers. They weren't like bringing you slushies from the food court or, you know, nice AMW sandwich. They were, they were kicking you tiny to a chair, shocking you with, with car batteries and whatnot, whatever kidnappers do. Right. But nonetheless, you survived and you come out of it and pillowcases now give you PTSD. So, you know, what do you. Of course, at your own house, maybe you sleep in no pillowcases. But are you going to go on a journey to make sure you never have to see a pillowcase again? Like you, you walk by a sleep country Canada and you're like, that's it. This is too offensive to me. I, every time I see a pillowcase, it actually physically torments me. It hurts me on the inside. I, I feel it. It gives me ulcers. You know, you'd be like, I, are you going to go out of your way to make sure no one has pillowcases? Would that be a thing? You know, is that a thing? Is that a thing? People do that. <laughs> Do people go nuts over... No, I guess pillowcases aren't that... Uh, no one would care. They'd be like, shut up. About your stupid pillowcases. Softy. Like, fuck. If you don't want them, don't have them. But if there's some things, though, we have to apply to everyone. Like, everyone has to be okay with certain... No, you have to be okay with my disdain for pillowcases. You know, I personally love pillowcases. They're great. You know? I saw, saw a documentary on YouTube once about dust mites. And, uh, yeah, ever since, big fan of pillowcases. You know? Just appreciate the small things in life. You know, I was always very ungrateful of, of, of having a pillow. And I never thought about it. I was just like, whatever, it's life. I got Everyone's got a pillowcase. But no, not everyone does. A lot of people don't even have pillows. And then I realized, actually, not too long ago, sleeping with a pillow just fucks my neck up. Why am I doing that? You know, like, I could lie flat on my back, which is going to be good for my back. But then I got a pillow and it's just, like, crunching my neck forward. You know, that weird, like, it's like the same position you get when you look at a phone. You know, why are we, I don't know, just... I was thinking about it. I was thinking about it. So you just smoke a shit ton of weed and then you can sleep in any position you want. God, I could sleep. Literally, I fell asleep sitting up against the couch yesterday. He's sitting there. I was reading a book, I think, with my, with my girlfriend and my kid. And Good God, I just passed right out. I don't think that was even from weed. It was just from being tired. Like I didn't realize how much energy kids have. My kid's level of energy is just... It's up there. It's top notch. Top notch level. If they, like, athletes could probably, you know, I don't know what it is. If, if it's in the, the diet, like, maybe, maybe it's the booby milk. Cause my kid's still on, is drinking booby milk nonstop and she's got a lot of energy. Right. So maybe athletes should start drinking, instead of doing steroids, just drink a shit ton of booby milk, you know? That's the, that's the way around it. All right. That's the way around getting caught for steroids. You don't, 
you don't do actual steroids. You just find a nursing mom and you, you, you milk, you milk hard, you know, and then you run a race and you're, you, and that's the story of Hussein Bolt, you know, breastfed till two seconds before the race. Some people breastfeed till there's two, others three, Hussein Bolt breastfed until <laughs> three minutes before the, the Olympic race he run, he ran when he, when he won the gold, you know, 10 seconds or nine seconds. It was just a, he just visualized a big tit at the other end of the racetrack, you know. I think that could work, you know, something's there. Breast milk for athletes. You know, be a real athlete. Don't use steroids. Just use breast milk. And, of course, uh, eventually, you know, if, if this actually became a thing, they'd be pumping the moms filled with steroids so that the athletes could get the steroids, you know, secondarily. Secondarily? Is that a word? Secondhand. Like clothing. You get the steroids secondhand through the breast milk. Does it still count? Yeah, it does. But maybe you'll get away with it. Who knows? Who knows? Anyway, dust mite. That was a good insult. You dust mite. I said, because dust mites are gross thing. They're they're everywhere. They're not very original. Oh man, that guy's a fucking dust mite. Just ugh, like every other like a. Sh- it's like you know sometimes someone's you've, you've heard the term sheep. Ah, uh, you sheep. You're a sheeple. I think dust mite could be the new sheeple. I'm, I'm I think it could be. You dirty dust mite. You dirty dust mite. You. And it's great if you use words like that as an insult. Because if you go, you call someone, hey, you dust mite. They're like, what What did you say? Oh, I said dust mites. Dust mites. You got some dust mites on you. Oh. Oh, okay. Thanks. Thanks, buddy. You know, you can talk yourself out of getting your ass beat. Uh, if you're talking some major smack to people, you know? Because that's the thing. If you're, if you're the one talking smack, it's very, at least for me, right? Like, whenever I'm in a situation and I'm in the right, and it, it's very righteous. You know, I don't, I'm not afraid of fighting. You know, I go, okay, I'm going to throw down and, you know, fucking handle my own, do what's the right thing, you know, and I know I'm not going to lose, right? But then when, if I'm in the wrong, like I'm the one who was being a dick, it's very rare where I'm the one who initiates the dick being, you know, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes we're all dicks, you know, but I usually don't initiate being the dick, but the slight chances I have, I was like, shit, man, like I could get, I could get beat up now, you know? Beat up in a parking lot over a parking spot because I stole it. You know, I straight up stole this dude's parking spot. This guy and his son <sighs> just jacked it from him. And and they pulled up after I took it. And they said, what the hell, man? We were waiting for that spot. And I was like, well, I'm like, I'm like you snooze, you lose. <laughs> They're like, what the fuck? Fuck you, man. They started yelling at me. So then I just went overboard. I was like, oh, yeah, fuck you. Blah, 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 blah. I lost it. And like, oh, man. Anyway, they ended up, they ended up going to where it's when I left. Well, I'm yawning. Sorry, I left to go to the mall. But then as I was like halfway inside, I'm like, oh, those guys are going to fuck my car for sure. So I come back outside and I see him walking towards my car. The dad's just cannonballing towards him. So I run up. I'm like, I run up to my car and I get there first. And in the back, there's these bocce balls. And I instantly just open up the back and I take two bocce balls out. I'm like, father, I'm like, like father, like son. That's what I thought as I grabbed the bocce balls and I close the door. And the guy's maybe like 10 feet from my car now. And then I was like, what am I doing? Like, I'm not going to brain this guy with a bocce ball for a parking spot, am I? I'm like, yeah, I'm about to. So I fucking open up the car and I throw the bocce balls back. And this guy's like, what, is that? what are you doing? Are you getting a weapon? I'm like, nah. I'm like, yeah, actually, you know what? I, like, I, I just grabbed some bocce balls. I was going to smash you and your son. <laughs> I just like, told him what I was going to do. And then the guy didn't like it. And he started coming at me. And I had to stiff arm him and his son. 
It was a messy situation. I think I started yelling, like, I don't want to go back to jail! <laughs> Something like that, right? Because I, I didn't want to fight, because I felt bad. I'm like, oh, man, I don't have to fight this dad and her son in a parking lot. Yeah. And they didn't really want to fight either. Like, no one threw a punch. Everyone was throwing a lot of fake punches and shoves, you know? No one was really in the right. Because you don't want to fight. So I've been in the spot where someone stole my parking spot. It was never worth like actually hurting someone. Like, am I going to hurt someone for taking my parking spot? No. I'm going to suck it up and go find another one, right? Maybe fucking dick, you know? Asshole. Yeah, one of those. Who knows? Maybe these guys were having an exceptionally bad day. Who knows how many parking spots in a row this person had taken from him, right? Just one after the other. And finally, he just snaps, loses it, goes Virginia Tech in the parking lot. On me, I just happened to be the one. You know, bad day for old Jimmy. Father and son meltdown. Yeah, well, they ended up leaving. They called me a goof. And I was like, hey, they called me a goof. I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty goofy. He's like, no, you're a goof goof. I'm like, oh, am I? I'm like, no, you're the goof goof. And we started goof. It was a big goof. We were just goofing each other, yelling goof at each other. That's a real Canadian Canadian uh, conflict right there. People shoving each other in a parking lot yelling goof. You know, it's just uh, <laughs> it's pretty funny. Good times. Anyway, I learned then, you know, I got to control my, my temper. But, and uh, I forgot it up until now. So I've just been losing my mind as I'm being a new dad. It's 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 so hard because my kid, I don't know what what's going on if everyone else's kid's like. It's just, it just does do the opposite of what you ask. You go, hey. Can you do this, please? And they're like, no, no, no I'm going to do this. And like, All right. I don't know if it's me. Like, I don't got the patience to wait. And so I'll be like, hey, can you eat this spoonful of applesauce? No. Oh, God damn it, eat the applesauce. You know, I just lose my... No, it's not that bad. I'm pretty patient. Miranda, she's amazing. I love my daughter. So good. Really actually teaching me a, a, a brand new respect for stay-at-home moms. Holy fuck. Because I'm a stay-at-home dad now, right? And... I remember back in the day, I'd hear these stories about moms, crazy moms, you know, in the States who would like go nuts, snap, lose it, and then like drive their car into the nearest lake with like their whole family in the back, you know, dad's at work doing the night shift and mom just drives the station wagon into the fucking lake. You remember those stories? Like those were horrible. Like you'd hear them on the news once a year, twice a year, at least it was the thing. There was a season for it. I think it was like April to May. It was the, the, the crazy mom season, you know, where they're driving station wagons into bodies of water. We need a chart and graph on this to check it out. Anyway, as a new, like, stay-at-home dad, I find, like, I would never do anything horrible to my family, you know. But I understand it now. I get it. I, I 100% get it. I go, holy shit, like, because you just get to a point where you're losing. You're like, I've been with this kid for, like, five, even, like, five hours straight with a kid. So much energy exhausted, right? It's like you've just played... It's like you've just played, like, two back-to-back full ice hockey games, right? You're just like, Jesus Christ, I am tired, right? You know, and, like, you could... And here's the thing, as a parent, right? Not that I would... I I don't... I would never do anything horrific, but I could... Like, I understand the thought, just like, okay, I'm just gonna... I'm just gonna drive us to the lake. Oh, we're going to the lake? Yes, into the lake. Ah! You know, like, I, I just, you know, I'm planning a trip next weekend. No, it's a... It's a, I get it though. I get it. I really understand. Understand losing your mind. Because kids, they could just be like, especially two-year-olds. They just no, no to everything. Don't want to eat anything. They don't want to drink water. They just want to watch Magic School Bus all fucking day. Because that was the show I let her watch, you know? 
So you can just let like the computer raise your kid, and it's really easy. They just sit there uh, until their eyes melt out of their skull, and you're like, I'm being a good parent. And I got time for my life, too, which is nothing. Just sitting around waiting for, you know, fucking the day to end. That's what I do. Most days, I sit around wait for the day to end. I wake up, okay? All right. And, okay, time to wait for the day to end. That's, uh, that's, that's pretty much my, my existence right now. It's, uh, it's consistent, though, because you know there's a new day every day. Right. So being a stay at home dad, it's a, uh, it's really fun. I mean, it's fun in some ways, like in the way, in the summertime, it was great. You know, you can go out to the parks and stuff in wintertime. It was just so cold today. We were outside for like, tried to go outside twice. The wind was so strong. We, we lasted five minutes tops just in the fucking brutal wind. It's like, what's going on? I don't remember the wind being, is it just me or is the wind worse these days? Let me know. Hit me up, James Hammond Comedy, hotmail at hotmail.com. Is the wind getting worse? Yeah, I'm trying to figure that out. As well, if you want to book me for any stand-up comedy-related things, you know? Usually a comedy show. Generally, we don't get uh, booked for a lot of other shit, you know? Comedians, we're not getting, you know, I'm not getting booked to like as like an ambulance driver, you know? You don't see me uh, being the hostess at a jackass. Actually, you might. That's fairly decent comedy job the cooking into the kitchen industry being a wait style that's where everyone goes who's a performer like oh i should never i never succeeded at my dreams of being a stand-up comedian so i just uh i, I work at a jackassers now in the front i make little quips and jokes to the, the people as they come in i do pretty good i was employee of the month last month so uh hopefully you're happy about that you know it's one of those things best thing to be his employee of the month. <laughs> it's one of those things. A neighbor just came in the car. I feel like a weirdo just sitting in the car now. Because, you know, when you're doing a podcast and no one knows what you're doing, you just look like someone's sitting in a car. Which draws eyes. It draws attention. People go, what is that person doing? In the car. What's the point? Are they just hanging out in a car? Yeah, a lot of fun. A lot of fun fun times in this car. Yeah. I'm making this look so fun. People walking by be like, man, I want to sit in that car with that person. This looks like such a good time. I'm just sitting here looking around. Looking at stuff for inspiration. Oh, yeah. What was I going to talk about? Death. That's what we were going to talk about. Death. D-E-A-T-H. The word death. This episode is brought... I mean, no. Life is much better. I love life. I'm a big big life guy. Big fan of life. But death also is just... It comes with the, the territory. Everyone does die at some point, And it's going to happen. So, you know... It, it just is what it is. Right? We may, we're going to kick the buck, right? But I was thinking about it, you know, and... I think, like, you know, what happens when we die? Is it just whatever we think? I'm saying that'd be cool. Like, if it's just one set thing, that'd be all right, too, I guess. You know, it seems too bureaucratic just to be, oh, it is, it's this. It's whatever I think it is. It's whatever the the king of the strongest country 
Thinks of the time. That's what heaven is or hell or the afterlife or whatever it is, right? I like to think it's whatever you think it is. You know, so when you die, if you think you're going to be reincarnated into a fucking cat, then you're a cat. You know, boom. Bam. Right? You know, you want to be a kangaroo? Sure, you're a kangaroo. You want to go be a star in the sky? Boom. You want to go to heaven where all your ants? That, that's, I like that idea. Big party with your relatives. But the funny thing is, as a, you know, how long can you really... Do you, would you want to party with your family for eternity? Forever? I can handle about a week and a half. Ten days is a nice family visit. You know, you go to an aunt or uncle's place over the Christmas holidays. You're there for, you know, seven days. Starts wearing a bit thin. You know, ten days, you're good, right? Eternity? Eternity. Really. In heaven with your loved ones. Is that really... I mean, you probably, all the conversations would be the same. The stories, my dad would just be telling the same story after all the time. The same, but I tell you the one of, yeah, you did, dad, you did. Okay, I was just making sure it's a good story. We know it's, it's, it's a great story. Thank you for, for telling it. We appreciate it very much so, you know, but who knows what happens when you die? Yeah. I think a lot of people think dying in your sleep is a good way to go. Oh yeah. Dying in your sleep. That's how I want to go. Pretty boring. Pretty boring. I think the worst way to go would be to, to wake up in the middle of the night and then just die. That would be way... That'd be the worst way to go. You know, because you wake up, you're just like, oh, oh my God, what a nightmare. I had had a horrible dream. I was dying. I am dying. You know, that, what a, <laughs> that'd be the worst. You know? I don't know why that's so funny for me. It's not funny. You gotta laugh at the fucked up things in life, don't you? Yeah. Dying in your sleep. As you sleep. Yeah, that that sucks. So you're gonna, yeah. It's, you wanna go out, but you always wanna take someone with you. That's my thought. If I know I'm gonna die, I'm just like, I'm just gonna turn to the person beside me and like latch onto them. Like, I don't know what's happening, but I'm dying. Like, I. Maybe we could get a new, like, death options. You know, if you know, so you're 89, you know you're done. You're like, can you give me a little uh, implant? They're like, oh, what kind of implant would you want? I want a TNT implant. I want to be able to implode myself like a suicide bomb. Like, no one's going to get hurt. I'm just going to explode in the air like confetti. It's like, yeah, we can do that. We can do that. Oh, man, that'd be the best, best. Just walk around with your own detonator switch. That'd be a way to go, you know? Like, where would you go? Kids' birthday party? All oh, those kids are always on my lawn. Yeah, I think I know what I'm doing this afternoon. Old Timmy, the next door neighbor, is having a birthday party. Looks like I gotta go eat a piece of cake and explode like a pinata in front of him, right? <laughs> it's the only way it could work. You know, exploding like a pinata in front of him. I'd love to go to in a bank. Oh my God. If I was like 89, knew I was gonna die, I'd set myself up. With the TNT, whatever, the, the C4, you know, the thermite inside, and then just walk into a bank and blow myself up, right? And in the middle of a conversation with these fucking assholes. And, and no one's going to hear. It's just myself. You're just raining. Once again, I repeat, it's just your body parts that are raining down uh, in the area. No one's getting hurt, all right? Maybe someone will get a piece of shrapnel. Like maybe your arm will, like, be turned into a piece of shrapnel just embed into someone's rib cage. okay? It's, but the intent is to not hurt anyone. It's to... To, to bring joy into their life, quite frankly. Give them a story to talk about. You know, give them something to talk about. Because people's lives are pretty boring. You know, dinner, you eat dinner with your family every day. 
You know, you need a new story every now and then. And you know what story is going to be the best? The story of you at the bank about to make a withdrawal for 50 bucks, you know, to go uh, buy some toilet paper at Costco. I don't know what you're getting the money for. You know, the cash, maybe it's for a prostitute. Usually the cash is probably for something illicit. But anyway, the dude at the bank explodes, right? And that's why you're covered in blood when you get home, you know? But that's uh, that's neither here nor there. I'm just saying, how would you, where would you go to blow yourself up into a big snowstorm of confetti drop, blood confetti droplets if you had the choice, you know? Like um, a Walmart would be pretty good, you know? Uh, some kind of political place, like town hall? I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea. It's just, it's the hardest th- questions in life to, to answer are always stuff like this. You know, it's just, it's so difficult. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I got to get a little pop skin to me. Is what it's all about, folks. Anyway, death. It's a uh, generally just sucks for uh, like who who is this? Suck? I mean, death. Yeah, you know, you know who no one really feels for is the person uh, working at the funeral parlor. Like, I mean, you got to make it exciting. You know, make it funny. Maybe you have a joke tattooed to your body. Every person should get a joke tattooed to their body just to make things funny for the people working at the morgue because they got a tough job all right they're going over dead bodies all day right maybe spice up their life a bit be a little bit less selfish get a tattoo of a joke you get again a tramp stamp spot or i don't know on your shoulder blade someplace where they're gonna look so you can bring some joy into people's lives even when your life is gone that's all i'm saying you know maybe think about that folks you know what uh i got shit to do this has been a lot of fun this has been the comedy podcast hope you've had a lot of fun Hope you had a chuckle or a guffaw. Maybe made you think strangely. Maybe in a different direction than you wouldn't normally think. Also, oh yeah, if you want to book me for a stand-up comedy show, hit me up at jameshammondcomedy at hotmail.com. I'm booking in I'm booking Christmas parties right now, actually. So I got a couple going. Should be good. But uh, yeah, anyway, once again, that's jameshammondcomedy at hotmail.com. And yeah, It might not have been the moment you were waiting for, but it was, in fact, a moment. Much love and blessings to everyone listening. This is the Comedy Podcast. Chicka-bam. Next.